0: ourselves unto Christ Jesus. Amen. The one that says who the son sets free is free indeed. I don't know about you, but I was bound up, chained up, shackled up. Amen. But the son of God, hallelujah. Amen. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but i came to give life and life more abundantly. We ought to shake those chains off Allow that enemy's plan just to unravel in front of his face today and just have church here this morning. Can you say, man, anybody want to have church here this morning? We get together, we watch a ball game, we have a good time, amen. We go on Friday night, we watch a football game, we do the things we like, amen. Maybe a, a, a sport, maybe fishing, maybe hunting, we enjoy it. We ought to enjoy it being in the house of God. Amen. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with praising the Lord. Yeah. Sister Shainer, the Bible says there's angels. They're going around the throne yeah. singing, holy, holy is the Lamb of glory. Yeah. Then there's another part in the Word that says when we get there that we will sing songs yeah. that the angels yeah. cannot sing. Amen. Yeah. We're going to sing songs even though I cannot carry a tune in a 55-gallon drum, he says, I'm going to out-sing angels one day. Amen. I'm glad to have Sister Wanda and Brother Mike lead us in song this morning. Will you take your Bibles? Turn with me to the Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians in chapter 6. The Lord spoke to me this week, and I believe the Lord's going to just speak to us here this morning. Anybody want to hear from God? Anybody need a word of encouragement from God? Amen. There's a word out there and that word is a lie. It's of the world, the things of the world. That devil tries to plant and sow things in your life. Amen. We've been fed lies. Amen. We've been fed lies on every corner. The government tries to feed us lies. This world tries to feed us lies. The sinners try to feed us lies. And then that old fear has made it taste good, amen. Old lies that tell us that we don't need to come to church and that we live a good and a moral life that will get us to heaven, amen. The Bible says there's no good in man, amen, unless Christ Jesus liveth in Him. Hallelujah. The book of Ephesians chapter 6, if you're able to stand for the reading of God's Word, if you don't have a Bible, look on with your neighbors. Allow the word just to be sown into your hearts this morning. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. The Bible says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness and high places. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. They're coming, church. They're non stop, they're not stopping. They're coming day and night toward you to kill you, to steal from you, and to destroy you. Can you say man? And he says in verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. I want to preach from this thought here this morning. Who are you and what are you doing here? Who are you and what are you doing here? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I love you and I always confess, God, that there's nothing in me, nothing of this man, this corn of flesh, God, that can draw, can bring, God, that can convict or, or comfort anybody in this building, Lord, lest You anoint me with fresh oil from heaven, God, an anointing that breaks yokes, God, an anointing that makes preaching effective, God, Lord, that it binds up the brokenhearted, God, and looses the chains of hell, God, that brings truth, Out of Your Word, God, brings truth into every ear, every eye, and every heart to receive. God, as I always say, I'm not worthy, Lord, lest You anoint. Anoint me from the hair of my head to the soles of my feet, and I'll give You honor and glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The King James says, For we wrestle not. The NIV version of the Bible says, For our struggle is not. The NLT says that our fight is not. There's other translations that says it is a battle. There's another translation that I read that says it is a conflict. Amen. We are in a conflict. We are in a struggle. We are in a battle. You can take it and play the old game out of sight, out of mind. You can take yourself out of the battle. We find that we preached on the previous couple services how David showed up to battle and the Philistines was on one side of the valley and and Israel was on the other. And David showed up pushing a cheese cart and he looked and all his brothers was hiding in the trenches. Amen. They took themselves out of the battle. Though they were present with the country of Israel, with God's people, they was not fighting the good fight of faith. They had been fed, amen, with lies. And fear has made it taste good. We're living in the same time that tells us if we'll sit back and do nothing as long as we attend church or pay our tithe, as long as we hold the title Christian. We don't have to engage in warfare, but the Bible tells us that that we must endure to the end, and those who endure to the end the same shall be saved. But the Bible also tells us that we must fight. The good fight of faith. We must hold hold on to eternal life. Can you say man in this place? We asked this question this morning, who are you? And what are you doing here? Little David asked his brothers he said, is there not a cause? Is, are we going to allow that Philistine giant to mock the kingdom of God? Are we going to allow that Goliath to sit there and make fun of us? He stood out when nobody else would. He was the smallest of the bunch, Sister Wanda. He was the one that was least chosen to be captain on the football field. He, he certainly wouldn't have never been a captain or, or a leader in the army of the Lord, but some something rose up in David because David knew that if he did not fight, he could not win. I want you to understand this morning, there's a bit of a lie that's been told to the church that says if you don't fight, if you don't engage in the warfare, you don't have to have a battle. But I'm telling you, that devil is coming to kill from you, steal from you, and destroy you whether you engage against him or not. He wants to feed you with fear. Amen. He's fed this country with fear almost two years that helped some good faithful Christian disciples, deacons, singers, musicians, and preachers off the battlefield because he's allowed the lie of the enemy to be covered with a, a taste of fear that says I know that times has changed. Times is always changing. in church. Things are always different. The Bible says that heaven and heaven, Pass away, but his word shall not pass away. You're gonna to have to fight against the devil, amen. You're gonna to have to fight to win this war. Can you say, man? Why you know the enemy who don't want you to fight? There's a reason because there is victory in Jesus, there's power in the blood, and there is amazing grace. See, that enemy, he knows if you fight, he is at a loss. It doesn't matter how big the enemy is. It doesn't matter what the enemy has in his a war. It doesn't matter what kind of weapon he has to fight you. If you fight against the enemy, he says there's greater within you that is greater than against you. Church, we need to get back to engaging war against the enemy and quit allowing the enemy to tote our family, our friends. Destroy churches and destroy good church people. Can you say man? we need to know what we're fighting we're not fighting one another we're not fighting denomination we're not even fighting beliefs that may seemingly be different from one individual to another what we need to be fighting is standing hand in hand hilt to hilt standing in unity against the enemy and wearing the proper armor to do so there's a very bad deception in the war over our souls, church. Right. That if we do not engage, then I cannot lose. The devil is alive. Amen. There's a lot of people here, Brother Mike, but there's a lot of people that call themselves Christians that is not here this morning.
1: And I can tell
0: you, and I'm not trying to be harsh, but they're not here because they're in the hospital and they're not here because they're in a nursing home and they're not here for reasons that, that's outside of their hands. They just chose not to get on the battlefield for the Lord. Y'all I mean, get quiet on me if you want to. But you I'm to tell you now, you start showing up to the workplace and you start feeding your family about the many times that you come to the house of God and see how much things start shriveling up. See how much the enemy starts knocking on your door and the banker wants something that you don't have to give him. Come on now, say amen to him. You start coming to the house of God and you know more about Him. And the more you know about Him, the more you love Him. Because the more you know about Him, you find out how much He loves you. Come on say that. You find out about amazing grace. You find out that there's power in the blood. There's something about. Come on now going around your house when your enemy has crept in and pulled children out. And you go by and you start cleaning the blood over your house. You get on the battlefield for the Lord. You start leaving Bibles open. You start putting prayer cloths under their pillow. There's a spiritual battle going on. And that enemy, he wants to drag your husband. He wants to drag your wife. He wants to take your children and haul them off. But I can tell you it's going to take a man. It's going to take a woman of God that a girl up their loins with a belt of truth What we've done is we've loosened the belt. Come on now to be fed with everything this world has to offer. It's time for us to cinch that belt up and stand in truth. Can you say, man? We find David in 1 Samuel chapter 30. Now, this is common unto man. He says we don't go through anything that is not common one unto another. Don't you ever get bigoted. Don't you ever get the uh, uh haughty and you look over at your neighbor and you say, Well, they must have done something wrong. They're going through things, their finances isn't good, they're, they're sick all the time, they're in a battle. Don't, don't you ever look down on them huh? because it can be a day that the, that the table turns. Come on now. The Bible says the greatest will be the least, and the least will be the greatest, the, the first to be last, and the last will be first. Do you hear what I'm saying? It isn't because they sinned a lot of times. It's because they've waged war against the enemy and they've committed that home to serve God. No matter what, can you say man? I said no matter what, I'm going to serve the Lord. No matter if it costs me my life. Those three Hebrew children said, my God is able to deliver. me," But if they don't, I'll be Not bow unto Baal. We need some people that'll stand up and build up their own to truth. Put the belt of truth on and say, Every man is a liar. The Word of God stands true. Let the devil be a liar. Let this world pass away. Come on, let the things of this world pass away. But the Word of God, Sister Annie, it will always stand true. Oh, so many times in the scripture. Israel failed to hear the truth. They failed to answer the call. Sometimes it is because we put ourselves in the situation. But other times we can read in 1 Samuel chapter 30, we find that David, he was battling. He was warring. He set war, a wage war against the enemy. He went and he said the Bible, the Bible tells us that he went into the Philistine camp in chapter 29 and he took them out. He, he did exactly what the uh, God told him to do. He marched down and, and he took out the enemy but when he came home uh, he came home to find uh, that he had been burned out. Uh, come on now. Uh, this stor- story tells us uh, of a physical burning. Uh, being in their camp. Uh, Ziklag had been burned with fire but so many times uh, we go through life, uh, we we get up, go to work. We come back home. We find out that the enemy has done been there. Come on, save me. Husband, save me. And life in this place. We find the enemy has done come in. kick the door off. the head just walked up in our house. We don't know. We have to go back and read scripture because we read that Legion was cast into a swine and they run down and drown. But we're wondering if they show up at our house because when we left everything was fine and when we come back come on now the enemy has our spouse the enemy has our children come on now and we're burned out church I'm telling you let's not get burned out we're too close to victory we're too close to that eastern sky opening up with victory in Jesus the Bible says he came come home And he finds out that not only one enemy, he's just defeated, there's another enemy. Oh, it can't get any worse. Be careful what you say. Be careful of getting content where you are in your faith. It would have been very easy for David to get the big head and say, I've just taken out the Philistines once again. It would have been very easy, Brother Glenn, for David to come home and say, Look, I'll just start over. I'll just make another family. It will be easy for me just to take the enemy, what he's dealt to me, and live with it. But David done something that us men folks need to learn how to do. He's done something that mom and daddy needs to learn how to do once more. He went to God in prayer. The Bible says he put on the earphone. He called the priest. He said, I want that holy garment. And the Bible says that he wrapped himself in that priestly garment and he went down in prayer. He wasn't worried, Sister Bernice, that when things didn't go right at the church, the deacons was mad at him. He didn't worry that the choir had quit on him and they were speaking of stoning him. What we need is another preacher. What we need is another spiritual leader. No, David said, I'm not listening to those people. They're speaking in the flesh. I need to get hold of something spiritual. I need to get a hold of something that's walking above, what's walking on top of me. Oh, can you say, man, David said, i got to cinch up this belt of truth. What I see in the physical is not always what's taking place in the spiritual. See, that enemy, he did not really care. And that enemy really doesn't care about your things. He don't really want your house. Uh, He don't really need your money. Amen. He steals. It doesn't matter what he accumulates. He lives day to day. He is not building up treasure. He is burning down possessions. Do you hear me? He's trying to get you to halt where you're at because every time you try to do better, I'm preaching somebody's life here, this morning. Every time you try and you think your head is getting above water, the enemy comes by and just punches you right in the mouth. And you said, I thought it couldn't get any worse, Sister Jean. Let me tell you, sometimes it gets a lot worse. It gets a lot darker before it gets better. But I still know that sometimes God's anger, it does take place. I know midnight does come, but I'm telling you, joy still comes in the morning. My God still answers the call of His children. And David said, y'all can talk, you can blabber, you can gossip about what's going on in my life you can run me down because I might not drive what you drive, I might not have what you have, I may just barely make ends meet but what I'm going to do is I'm going to get down to business with God because when God directs me, I'm going to stand up in the mighty name of Jesus and if God be for me, who You can be against me. Say amen in this place. Oh, David got down, Sister Bernice, to business with God. So many times we want to retaliate. Oh, well, I'm not needing retaliation. I need retribution. I want my stuff back. David said, Lord, shall I pursue shall I recover all. Mind you now, everybody's not in prayer meeting with David. There's people out there around David that's done walk with David when it was good. And they were in church and sitting beside you when everything was good. And the church didn't get blown down by. a tornado. come on y'all, shout with me. Come on now. And when the church was baking cakes for them, And helping them out of binds. Come on now and feeding them. Because they were a widow or orphan. They were there. But when David is in the same trouble that they're in. Church, we're not in this battle apart. We're not in this battle separated. We're in this battle together. And when we find out come on now, it ain't about a background. It ain't about divorce or not divorce. It ain't about if I was a drunkard or I was an addict but that we've all been saved by amazing grace. And when we learn and we put on the belt of truth that for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that who's whoever. Come on now. Believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Church, that devil don't want you to fight. Let me tell you why. Because you got everlasting life. Oh, you got God on your side. He may have something over you. The Bible says we're fighting not against flesh and blood. We're fighting against things over us. We're fighting against powers and principles. Uh, things working uh, working, and lurking in the dark, sister the one. Uh, they're right around the corner waiting to take you out. And let me tell you something, without the blood of Jesus, uh, they can't take you out. Uh, but when you plead the blood, uh, and you put the blood on the doorpost of that house, and go to Josh, when you say, "As for me at my house, we'll serve the Lord wants you to sit back and do nothing for it. Oh, we should know by now sitting back and doing nothing, we get nothing. But when we draw closer to God, He draws closer to us. When David put on that FO and he got down and he knelt down in prayer, he got close to God. He humbled himself in front of his peers, and he said, "I'm going to the altar at the Revival Worship Center if nobody else goes.") I'm going to the altar. Every time Brother Philip opens that altar call, I'm getting down because my family has been stolen. I'm burned out. I've tried to do it on my own. I won a battle or two, but I'm burned out. Anybody in here burned out? I don't know about you, but going through these last two years of confusion and thinking that you can't win a battle for losing. Losing another. One. Come on, Cicero. You win one over here. You lose one over there. You go out and you witness in the street. You come home and you think the legion of devils has done made a house, your house, their home. Come on, say man, they done burned you out. The enemy wants to wear you out. He wants to tell you there's no use to getting up on Wednesday tonight. You need to lay down in your lazy boy. You. Need to rest. Just send this one out. No man, no sir what you need to do is get on the battlefield for the Lord. Get on the battlefield for the Lord. See the Bible says that David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. Can I help us this morning? The Bible says that these men were distressed because of their own situation. When we begin to bear each other's burdens as they are very own, the devil can't do anything. Sister Pickle, with unity. I mean, I grab my brothers and sisters by the hand and say, if you're going through it, I'm going through it too. If you're going to pray through it, I'm going to pray through it with you. When we get down to prayer, David said, you know, they're talking about taking me out of the pool. They're talking about changing out the piano player. They're talking about putting other guest speakers. They want to do this. They want to do that. They're needing a change. And David said, I'm going to encourage myself in God. I don't know it. it's not written in Scripture. I know the Lord's given me an imagination. I believe not only did He pray for Himself, He prayed for the men around Him. The Bible says to bless them who despitefully persecute you. Come on now, it's hard to do, Sister One, when you know they bad mouth and you, that you pray for their soul too. Come on, say, man. That's when you are not just a Christian by name, but you become a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ when they're wanting to talk bad about you but not only are you encouraging yourself in the Lord David said, Abathar priest, bring me that ephod. I need a holy covering right now I need something oh, I need angels encamped about me I need angels ascending and descending on my behalf I need my prayer heard in heaven I need answers I need answers need guidance. Church, just because you've got the name Christian, don't mean that you don't need leaders and guidance. David was distressed. He said, shall I pursue after the troops? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him. He said, pursue, for thou shalt overtake them and without fail recover all. When you got a word from God, You will not lose. Do you hear me? Oh, do you hear me, church? Israel always was the remnant. Israel was always the underdog. And that New Testament church we become, we are known as the Gentile. We are not Jews, we are the Gentile. And that Word, that Holy Ghost, it moved in that upper room and it sanctified all meat. That means men and women, white, black, brown, yellow, red, it don't matter the skin tone color. You're all precious in His sight. He just wants us to get hand in hand sword and sword and fight the good fight of faith. David or Paul said in the book of Ephesians, Brother Mike, he said you need to put some armor on. You need some protection. But there's something that when you've done all you know to do you're trying to withstand the evil day. You can't home to a mess, you go to work and it's a mess, you wake up on Monday and it's a mess, Tuesday ain't got no better, you need to withstand the evil, come on now, the devil is getting worse and worse, come on now, because he knows that he's got but a short time, work. I don't know if I ain't talking to everybody in here, but we need to get our belts. We need to cinch them up tight. We need to stand and fight the good fight of faith. Quit backing up. Quit tucking tail and rotting and stand up in the liberty God has given us that who the Son sets free. is free to me. See, people, I have a misconception that that belt is bondage, but that belt is liberty. We cinch that belt up on the Word of God. Let the Word of God stand true and every man be liar. We allow that Word to become truth in our life. Truth does not take sides. We get on the side of truth. Amen. The lies has been fed to the church. We are less than a church now than we have been in the history since the movement in the upper room of of the New Testament church. Why? Because we have rendered ourselves powerless. Come on now. We trade the truth for lies and we allow fear to sugarcoat it. Come on now. We let uh, COVID be a, a, a... excuse for us we get so busy that we forgot our main reason we need to get back on the battlefield can I ask you have you witnessed anybody this week have you called anybody don't preach I'm too busy no you passed their house 15, 11 dozen times going where you want to but we gotta get back on the battlefield for the Lord we gotta get back come on now, let them hear that phone ring Let them see that text message one more time Let them know that we love them Know that we miss them we got to get back to being the church Oh, why? Because when we get on the side of truth Truth always prevails Amen. He said let yourself be known By standing When you have done all so many people we can't stand church because we've not done all that we can do. We got to put on. We got to. The Bible tells us in the King James, having your loins girded about with truth. That belt of truth we cinch it on, but we've been filled. We've partaken. We've ate of so much of the world that we've had to loosen that belt to accommodate all the lies that we've been feeding. Y'all get quiet, I'm preaching. Better than you shouting here this morning. I said we've loosened the belt instead of going home and tightening down the belt. What do you mean preacher? When you get to fasting, what do you do? You're not there to lose weight, but when you fast, you lose weight. There's been times in my life, Brother Glenn, when I was fasting and praying, Then I went down from about 230 to under 180 pounds. My suits was wrinkled up around the waistline. My sport jackets looked like a trench coat. Why? Because I was on the battlefield. I was in the trenches. I had the airfoil on. And it was getting darker by the day. Because when you engage war against the enemy, He's going to fight you just that much harder. But the Bible also tells me if I can endure this battle to lean, if I'll keep digging my heels in, if I keep cinching that belt of truth down, why? Because some things are only broken by prayer and fasting. Devil, David knew he wasn't ever getting away from that devil unless he prayed to God. Come on, say man. We got to put that helmet of salvation back on that blocks all that idleness and all those things of the world. Put that helmet salvation that protects our mind. Put that shield back up. Put that breastplate of righteousness back on. Allow the devil to know what you are. Come on now. Look different. Talk different. Walk different. Where when the enemy comes in with firing darts that they hit that armor and it falls to the ground. Oh, what we've allowed to fall to the ground Isaiah said in the 59th chapter, when Israel was backslidden away from God, somewhat like the modern day church is, he says, truth has fallen in the street. We need to allow the lies of the devil, those fiery darts of the enemy, to fall in the streets. Do you hear what I'm preaching? Oh, he says, and take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always in prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. You ain't in this battle alone. You're in it with the saints of God. Right. Oh, and there's times, Sister one Brother Mike, there's times you look around and you think you're all alone and nobody nobody knows what you're going through and you can't explain it because I'm gonna tell you bare facts about it. You confide in too many people, too many foot people ain't praying. And they're talking about you. But church, when we get back to being the church, yeah. that sister Sue and Brother John can call you and confide in you and they know that you'll pray and fast with them. Oh that devil's in trouble then, Sister Jean. When they know that it don't look like my husband, my wife, my children's ever going to get right with God. It don't look like such and such is ever going to get faithful to the church. What you've got to get faithful to the church is. Why? Because if your faith won't bring you to church, your faith ain't going to get you to heaven. If your faith won't let you put on the armor of God and cinch up the belt of truth and say, look, I don't like what this says. I don't like that i got to be modest. I don't like that I need to read my Bible every day. I don't like that I need to go to church. Can I tell you? The only way the Israelites ever won a battle. Let me finish preaching right here. You'll be alright, Brother Mike, won't you? The Bible tells us, and all through history it tells us, that the Israelites, every three days they come off the battlefield, they did something. I want you to hear me. They took their armor and they let it get repaired. All their wounds got cleaned. Up and stitched up. Do you hear me? There's nothing that the sword of the spirit won't do. Do you understand me? It's a banker. It's a lawyer. It's a doctor. It's a welder. It can put your armor back together. Come on now, and it'll even cut down into the sun. It'll get down to where you're living. It'll cut out the bad and it'll stitch you back up. Those Israelites—they still do it to this day. They go on the battlefield for three. Days they come off, they get their old oh, warmer cleaned and, and repaired, they get their stitches done, they get they see the physician and they get a bath. We need to let the sword of the spirit be the main physician again. Quit running out there, but the light ain't gonna do it for you, Marlboro ain't gonna do it for you, a can of stuff ain't gonna do it for you, a man ain't gonna do it for you, a woman ain't gonna do it. For for you. What's going to do it is if you gird up your loins with truth and say I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand and watch my God do what he does best and he brings victory in Jesus. He brings power in the blood of the Lamb and he brings amazing grace. Can hey, you see man? He able to stand all over this place. We need to get we need to get to where we're girding up our homes. Is there a man or woman that say, I'll get under that, that boat I'll cinch up that belt. I'll loosen it, preacher. i opened it up. I've got a little spiritually fat on the world. But I need to gird up my arms with the belt of truth again. I need to sit this thing back down and I need to get back true to God again. I need to get back to reading my Bible. Let this whole world be alive. Let the truth ring in my ears day and night. I don't allow myself to listen to things on that radio going down the road I've never heard. I got myself a- watching things on that television. I'm not here to preach against television. I got one. But if that thing's leading me away from God, I need to take it out of my house. Do you understand me? I need the belt of truth. I need to cinch it down on God's behalf and say I'm on the battlefield for the Lord. Can I tell you this morning what happened to David? When David marched down to the enemy's camp, the Bible said not only did he bring his stuff back, he didn't give it just his wife just his children. The Bible says he brought spoils out of the enemy's camp. God will bless you for your faithfulness. Oh, your cup will run a Oh, you can drink out of your saucer if you will just gird up your lawns with truth. Is there anybody in this church be not true to this preacher, but it's true to God and say, I've allowed him. I've loosened my belt. I've allowed this to determine truth. I've allowed this to determine the walk in my life. But this morning I'm to stand again. I don't mean church you're lost, you're on the way. You're if you die today, you're gonna to hell. I don't know your faith, but I can tell you a little bit of loosening up here and a little bit of loosening up there, and before long you're not wearing the armor at all. Because it was that belt of truth that held on that breastplate of righteousness. Do you understand me? It made him know that when he bent over to put put those shot his feet with the preparation of the Gospel, he knew that belt was there. That belt kept him in line. That belt kept him walking in the ways of God. I'm telling you, church, we've widened the path. We've allowed church... Oh, preacher, you're talking about fun. No, I'm talking about liberty. I've never been as free as when Sister Ray, I started girding up my loins with truth. It ain't about what Philip believes. It ain't about what the church folks say. It's about what the Word of God says. He says you're more than overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. I want you this morning to step out from your seats. Get down like David did. In prayer say, God, I'm about to cinch up that belt. I'm about to get back on the battlefield. I got children lost. I got grandchildren lost. The devil's carried away my finances. But I'm claiming victory in the name of Jesus. We got one in the battlefield. I was alone in life. I was a sinner too. I now, got one. Two is going to this oh, oh, on the battlefield, I've got my gun, and I'm gonna hit them all. Oh, I'm bleeding for them on the battlefield. I feel something. I feel somebody encouraging them. Oh, there's another mama. There's a mother sister got on the battlefield and said, "I'm gonna get my stuff back. My children ain't standing in this town. I'm say what they do to know that I'm encouraging myself in God because I know Sister day I was born, carefully and wonderfully made I, I was created in the image of God and if I walk close enough to Him, the enemy will not be in class. there's victory in Jesus there's power in the blood and there's still amazing grace truth. Just pick up that spear, That sword of the spirit. Let it cut you and convict you. And let that two-edged sword as it comes through the back side it comes and it cleanses you and it soles up the wound and it mends the broken heart. This right here is a cure-all Beginning of this book, you were created in his image. He says in the back of the book, if you don't take from or add to, that means that when you put on the belt of truth, I'm walking. It's rough, it's rugged. I'm in the valley more than I am the mountain. But I detest turning back. I've been too far. I've came too far. I've